0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, my friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. I have my cool beans coffee shop mug from the Wilds Christian Camp in Brevard, North Carolina. Love that place. Love love preaching there. Love the teenagers. And I'll tell you, they just do such a super job and they do a great job on their coffee as well. So just so you know, we are uh, talking about the seven trumpets that are being revealed as a part of the seventh seal. So remember, we we talked about the seals, the scroll and the seven seals. In the seventh seal, we see the introduction of the seven trumpets. And I said a bit last episode that it's hard to determine, are these sequential? In other words, do we see the unfolding of seven seals and then in chronological order, uh, the seven trumpets, or are the seven trumpets a restatement of and expansion in detail of the seven seals? I'm not quite sure, but I am sure of this. This is the Word of God, and these all represent real events that will take place both in heaven and on earth. It's interesting that the first four seals were the four horsemen and dealt with some cataclysmic events on planet Earth. And the first four trumpets seem to also deal with cataclysmic events on planet Earth. Uh, The ecological events that we've talked about, the fire and hail and the trees and the sea and all of that. And now today we're looking at verse number 12 of Revelation chapter 8, and we're going to talk about the fourth trumpet. So let's let's look at it. Revelation chapter 8 and verse number 12. The Bible says, And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. So we don't know exactly what this means as far as how God does it, but we understand what the result is. And what what God does here in this the sounding of this trumpet and the aftermath is that essentially a third part of the day, the daylight, goes away, and so it becomes dark. So if there is, for instance, depending on the time of year, 14 hours of daylight, then a third of that, so four and a half hours or four hours and 40 minutes time is completely dark. Or if the moon helps to shine light upon the night and the stars, one third of the night now is completely black. And we do know this, that in times of unrest, In times of panic and riot, darkness is the worst thing. That's when the gangs come out. That's when bad things happen. That's when fear is exacerbated. So on top of the ecological disaster, on top of the food shortage, on top of the water contamination, on top of all of this, now is this darkness that is pronouncing the fear. This darkness that's exacerbating the panic, no doubt, that's taking place on planet Earth. Now, it may also serve as a cover uh, for God's people who are trying to escape to the mountains and escape to safe places to hide. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the ensuing chapters. But no doubt, a time of great fear on planet Earth. Look at verse number 13. And I beheld... And heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the, trumpet, of the three angels which are yet to sound. So it's almost as if we, we hear the first four trumpets, we see the great mayhem that is taking place upon the earth and the fear and the panic and all that goes along with it. And then we see this, this angel flying in heaven just saying, Whoa, whoa, whoa. And a woe is a pronouncement of, of fear and an almost frustration to say, there's nothing I can do but just say, alas. There's nothing I can do but just buckle down for the inevitable negativity. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, if, in other words, you ain't seen nothing yet. The four, first four trumpets, as bad as they are, the first four trumpets, as much trouble as they will bring— It's nothing compared to what remains in the last three trumpets. It's going to get worse. And the the angel is declaring this in heaven. So remember, only God knows the future. And we can only know the future insofar that God reveals it to us. So here in heaven, John hears this angel, uh, hears the pronouncement of woe uh, about what's going to happen. Now, I think to a degree... This is a a somewhat of a a validation, I don't want to say the word comfort, uh, but to those that are in heaven, that God is dealing with, God is uh, pronouncing judgment upon, God is making right through vengeance the evil of, of the people of earth. And so we're about to see what will these three angels that still remain, the trumpets that they sound, what will they reveal? Uh, it's got to be bad because the Bible has just indicated that. So let's jump into chapter number nine, remembering that in the, the Bible, the, the chapter and verse divisions are not inspired. So we're going to continue on and watch what happens in chapter nine and verse one as the fifth angel blows his trumpet. So chapter 9, verse 1, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him. So anytime you see a pronoun, you want to find its antecedent. So to him. So him refers to what? Him refers to the star. So in this case, the star that is falling from heaven to the earth is a him. It's a person. It's a personage, I should say. So the Bible says, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. Now that certainly sounds ominous, doesn't it? So the Bible says that the fifth trumpet sounds and a star who is a person, a personage, uh, an entity, him, comes from heaven, and comes down to earth. And to this person is given a key to unlock the bottomless pit. So there's a lot going on here that I want to talk about. First of all, who is he? Second of all, what is the bottomless pit? Why would he be given a key to the bottomless pit? And what's going on here? Well, let me first of all say that the hymn of chapter 9 and verse 1, I believe is none other than Satan himself. Remember, Satan has access to heaven. And we know that because the Bible tells us that. Uh, in the book of Job, remember the sons of God appeared before God, and uh, Satan was among them. And so we know that Satan is the prince of the, a uh, prince of the power of the air of this earth. We know that Satan has access. He's not in hell. The devil's not in hell, despite what jokes you've heard, and the, the, the most of the demonic force is not in hell. Uh, they're here on earth and the principalities and powers that we wrestle against, the Bible says. And yet the Bible says here, the star is coming from heaven. He has given a key to open the bottomless pit. Now, some Bible scholars would say that this is a good angel who's simply obeying God and opening uh, the the bottomless pit and allowing some of these entities that we'll talk about come out of the bottomless pit to judge the earth, and that may be. Uh, I happen to believe that this is Satan himself, and I think this relates to Revelation chapter 12 where Satan is cast from heaven, and we'll we'll, we'll talk uh, about that when we get there. The point is this, that whoever this is, is been given authority by God, who does not have authority without God. So what then is the bottomless pit? Well, the bottomless pit is a hell. Uh, and when we think about bottomless, we can think about it in two ways. We think about bottomless as a, a, a hole that you go down, 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 has no bottom. Or we can think about bottomless in the sense of a globe in which there's no top and there's no bottom. It's like the inside of a ball where there is no bottom and there is no top. It's just a globe. And so many believe that hell is the center of the earth. And so could this be that this key to the bottomless pit, there's somehow access to the center of the earth, the burning center of the earth where some... Entities already dwell and where the, the souls of the departed damned are being held captive until the day of final judgment in Revelation chapter uh, number 20. So look, look, if you would, at verse number uh, one again. So the fifth angel sounded, I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. So I do find a little bit of comfort here to know that nothing can happen without God's permission and nothing can happen outside of God's control. And even the, 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 the key to hell itself had to be given to this star, this entity, I, I believe Satan himself, who now can open the bottomless pit and bring in, from Satan's perspective, reinforcements to hurt the children of men, to uh, bring more pain upon the earth. Uh, But we're going to learn a little bit more about that uh, next episode. So these are uh, obviously very uh, interesting passages, but interesting in almost a dark way, because we're going to see that things go from bad, trumpets numbers one through four, to worse, trumpet number five. And we're going to continue our discussion of this next episode. Hope you'll join us. Have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.